It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Nice. It's Go Birds Radio. I haven't heard that one in yeah, a while. That's good stuff. Presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Throwback was... Saturday. Love it. Yeah. yeah, it's good work. 215-592-9494. Now, I have heard the Elliot thing quite a bit in my life. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's a big, yeah. it's a big one for me. Yes. A lot of people do that. They point the little finger. Is that the most famous uh, fictional Elliot in your lifetime? Uh, the I one feel that like gets there was the a... Most? Wasn't there a dragon named Elliot that was pretty popular? I think there was. Maybe in Puff the Magic Dragon. I guess his name was Puff. Yeah, his name was Puff. So that wasn't Elliot. Maybe the kid Elliot? I don't Maybe know. Maybe the kid might have been Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Pete's Magic Dragon or Pete the Magic so Dragon. So by the number two most popular Elliot? Ever? Well, I mean, well, there are T.S. other. Elliot. Yeah, there are other Elliots. I was talking just fictional characters. I wonder how many actual popular Elliots there are. Is there even one here? You're my, no, you're my yeah. number one, Elliot. Thank you. I appreciate that's, that's, you know, that. All that matters. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, 215-592-9494. Get on the phones now. We want to get to as many calls as we can this segment. Before we get there, Elliot Shore Parks. Have your moment. Yep. 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 We got we to gotta get to something here. Yes. You know, something to discuss. Anyone who's listened to this show, this pod all off season has heard one Elliot Shore Parks being like, I don't want to do this, yeah. but I'm going to crap on Nicobe Dean nonstop. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I'll save my statement for no, for when the defense no, I'm gets kidding. to. Yeah. But Elliot has been has been more down on Kobe and and just because he hasn't seen anything from him in practice, and I'm like he's a gamer, he's a gamer, he's a gamer. Finally gets in a game, boom! My dude makes a play. Your thoughts? Well, it was nice of him to do that for you. I you know, need you needed that you one. Just that was me. a big moment. Um, no, I look. I think it's fair to say, I will not fight on it, I have been down on Nicobe. Like, I have been. I, I have not seen in practice him making plays. Obviously, I have concerns about just his physical stature with, like, the size he is for that position. But that snap was literally everything you wanted to see. Everything. It had all the components. And here's why. One, he reads it before the play. So he sees what's coming, he feels good about it, and he attacks the line of scrimmage. Two, I thought he showed good speed on it. He gets through the line. He gets to the ball carrier almost immediately. It's the fastest we've seen him in an Eagles uniform. Yeah. But three, and shout out to Ike Reese, who who pointed this out. I saw this tweet. That was a really really good point. Really good point. Instinctually, he dips under the offensive lineman and gets through. And and Ike also pointed out that in those cases, his size actually plays as an advantage for him. 100%. So so it was interesting. It's like the Darren Sproles offensive line. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't know it is. It was very interesting. So... I thought it was obviously a, a, a great play. Some have been like, well, he's missed the tackle. No, it was a great play. Yeah, he no, got in there. He forced it. Yeah. He, he disrupted that play. What I'll also say is I think it was really good for N'Kobe. Like, I, you know, you can call not you, but, you know, people can be like, oh, you're a N'Kobe hater, like, blah, 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 whatever. 
you can't tell me deep down it didn't feel good for N'Kobe to make that play. Totally. To have the moment of, okay, like, whew, like I did it. Like, well, especially I, with all his dudes. Like, you talk, you've been talking about this whole time. One of the things is, like, N'Kobe, who is the leader of this yes, Georgia team. Yes, all these other guys have a great here and all, Exactly. All of Jaylen, a sudden, it's like, Nolan, all Keely. these other guys matter more. Exactly. You know? DeAndre Swift. Like, it's got to be a little awkward in the Philly Dogs chat where, like, everyone's like, oh, guess what? Like, I made a play today. <laughs> right? So, I was everything you wanted to see. And... Me and you made a bet this year on, like, the percentage of snaps N'Kobe would play. Like, I'm going to lose that bet, I think. It's going it to be a loss for me. But, obviously, as someone that did the players' lounge with him, I'm happy to see yeah. it for him. Like, I want to see him play well. Like, it's not well, – It's it, better for the Eagles if he plays And it was well, never you know? fun for me to come on WIP three times a day and be like <laughs> – And every question is like, what did you see from N'Kobe? And it's like, well, there's really nothing to report. Well, to so, be fair, there were a lot of people with you. Like, I know John Ritchie and Jody Cameron are both very dubious of yeah. the size and this and that. Like, there, there are and a he lot still of people. Has, yeah. he, there's still – much to prove. Much to prove. It's one yeah. play preseason. But, yeah, we can't do the whole Sam Bradford thing the one way and then not do, you know. Right. But, but, it was awesome to see. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what you wanted to see. It was every, it checked every box of how can Kobe be a successful player. Instincts, like, trusting his instincts and being ahead of the snap because of it. And then obviously, like, making plays. Like, I know that the runner technically got by him, but Nakobe disrupted that play, and Nakobe forced that ball out. And that it was, it was exactly what you wanted to see. It's awesome. And especially when they bring in Miles Jack, Miles Jack they bring in Zach Cunningham. Like, I'm sure, especially when Nakobe's hurt in that moment. Yeah. Like, not, like, that's it like. I felt like it was his stock yes! was an all-time low right Yes, there. and for him, you know, he's like, this is my job. I got this. And then that happens, and you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. You know, so I think, I, and, I think you're right. I think that was an important play for him. And, and I do think. They they really want Nakobe to win. Clearly, this job. they came. They, in, they gave yes. him the caller job right from the jump. Right. They're like, "You're calling our plays, buddy." So it's his job to lose by far, and I think without question at this point, barring injury, he will be the starter week one. Oh, gosh, I also I'm so think. For him. I know. Yeah, hey, oh, I you, you to get to plant, plant the flag so very much as a Nakobe guy. <laughs> I got Jordan Matthews. You get Nakobe. You know, we all have our guys. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Jordan Matthews put up some great numbers. He was, but whatever. He was all right. Yeah, yeah, he, it was, was more than all right. But yeah, so. I also think another thing that's come into to clarity over these past few days or week is I think Zach Cunningham is going to be the starting linebacker opposite Nicobe. Over Miles. Interesting. I think Miles Jack might not make the team. Wow. You both, sorry, you've been checked out. I've been oh, checked yeah. out. Yeah, yeah so My, Miles, Miles Stock has taken a plunge. Wow. He's no longer getting first team reps. He played, I don't think he played until the fourth quarter wow. on Thursday night. Wow. Zach Cunningham has been starting. Zach Cunningham forced two interceptions in the joint practices against the Browns. And I also think... And this is not going to be, you know, digging at Nakobe, but if you're going to have an undersized middle linebacker, big it benefits it, yeah. to have a like an ultra athlete next to him. As good as Christian Ellis has been, and Christian Ellis could definitely be the starter, he's also somewhat undersized for the position. So I think Zach Cunningham in coverage, Zach Cunningham, just like Nick Sirianni talked about it because he used to coach against him when he was on the when Cunningham was on the Texans. His long arms, he dips, he disrupts passes. And he's getting first-team reps now. Today, he was the first linebacker out there with N'Kobe. It might, it honestly wouldn't surprise me if he, if he didn't even play on Thursday night. I, I think it's going to be N'Kobe and Zach Cunningham to start the season. Wow, fascinating. All right, 215-592-9494. It's a linebacker situation. If you want to chime in on the running backs, on what's going on with the safeties, on any of these position battles that Elliot can give you a clue in from being down at practice, from his takeaways from the preseason snaps, all that, 215-592-9494. Plus, of course, the backup quarterback thing. Let's start out hour two, where we start hour one, with our other Tom. Let's go to our buddy Tom Vancouver. What up, Tommy? Hello. How are you doing, gentlemen? What up, Tom? I think we might need to make this a thing. Like, you listen all show, but you're the leadoff hitter at 2 o'clock. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Like, this is your time slot. I don't hate that. I okay, like that. okay. Yeah. No, that sounds good. That sounds good. And Chris, uh, uh, message Chris. I'm very impressed with Chris. 
you know, I did feel it was out of character for him. You know, it, it's the sort of rant It was surprising, Tom. I'm with you. It was kind of like, oh, Christopher. I love how this is like the rant heard around the world I now. love it. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> it is. It is. It's something you'd expect from, uh, from the, the guy who's mad without a cause, you know, mm, yeah. but not from a guy like Chris, who's a classy dude. I, yeah, I was surprised, and that was classy to to apologize. So I didn't think it was that bad personally, but like I do, I appreciate. I mean, it was to be very fair, nice. yeah, Dan only cried for like ten minutes. Yeah, it wasn't it was, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually felt badly for Dan. So yeah, I did too. Dan, 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 was, Dan, Dan more... is a great producer and a great kid, and does a great job. So I, I was fair. I, Dan was fine. Yeah, just Dan was fine. It's not in tears. It was, just, like, yeah. it was like a, a, a soft moan. Yeah, not in tears. You know, like yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And callers and listeners, you know, we don't necessarily know how seriously we're taken, and we'd hate to cause like a guy like Dan to uh, to get uh, you know to get whatever demoted. Well, that uh, wasn't happening. Look, worry. Tom, I think we all agree. If a caller's going to be mean to somebody, it's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's completely and that's completely understandable. Exactly, that's know. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> so getting on to uh, Mariota, man, the guy did suck, but I all have right. to say. I think that Foles is overrated in the sense that, and I know my spouse isn't going to be too happy to hear that because she's a big Foles fan, but if I looked at his stats um, on PFF after all this talk, because, you know, after some time has gone by, we sort of forget how a person plays. And when I looked at his stats, he played very similar to Mariota, and he actually had more turnover-worthy plays than Mariota had over the past few seasons, including the 27 uh, a 2017 regular season, a lot more. So I just yeah, think we need to keep this thing in mind. But the 2017 regular season, it's hard to like. We all know how bad Foles was for those few games. Like he was good when he came in the Rams game. Was decent against the Giants. Horrible against the Raiders. Horrible for that quarter against Dallas. And then not, not great for the first yeah. half of Atlanta. And then and then was amazing. Like, I, you know, Foles has always been streaky. Foles has so, always been hit or miss. Tom, where I would agree with you, but then also push back is. I think you're right. If you, like, watch the tape of Foles' snaps from 2017 on with the Eagles, you probably wouldn't come away as impressed as maybe the, the aura of him is. But I think there's also just something to that. Like, I, I agree. Like, the Chicago game, he was not great in that Chicago game. They won. The, the Saints game, like, he got them that lead. I just – I do think that while you are right that statistically, and I'm big into pro football focus, so I'm with you on that, the numbers are probably not good for him. I just don't know, like, who would actually say, I want Mariota for one game over Nick Foles. And I think that's what the backup comes to, to an extent. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you on that. So I'm, I'm, I'd actually prefer Tanner McKee, even though it's a bit of a long shot. Because I figure, I was thinking about these backups, and you're either bad, you're cooked, or you're new if you're going to be a backup. And then yeah. I've got one question for you, uh, Elliot. Yeah, what do you got, Tom? Which, which position... Uh, do you think that the Eagles are deep in now, or that we all think they're deep in now, that in October we're going to be looking back? Ah. Wow, we thought that was a deep team and position, and they're not. That's a great question. We'll talk to you next week, Tom. We love your calls. Wow. it's a really good question. Because um, I will say, it's, it, it, and I still think they're, they're pretty deep there, but we had talked so much about the cornerback room and the depth there and being like, wow, they got so many dudes. They're yeah. not all going to be in the roster. Now Greedy's gone. Zex hurt. Like, you know, and, and I still think they're pretty deep there comparatively, but, like, all of a sudden, a conversation we had a week ago is already changed, you know? I honestly don't think I know the answer because you could kind of make an argument for a lot of positions. Like, receiver, if and we'll knock on wood throughout this entire conversation, if A.J. Brown were to suffer an injury. All of a sudden, you have, a, you have, you have Devontae, Devontae or, or, or vice, or, or vice versa, yeah. right? Like, let's say Devontae gets injured. 
all of a sudden everyone's just keying in on AJ and you don't have a receiver to kind Goddard of combat that. Goddard has to that. step up. Yeah, and all Goddard that. has yeah. to step up. Tight end. I don't think they have any receiving option behind Goddard. We saw last year if he went down. Jack Soul. Um, but the position I would say that I think is perceived as deep but is one injury away from not being deep would be defensive tackle because I think we view the defensive line, and right now rightfully so, as very deep, very strong, best line in the league, going to carry the team. Elements right. there. But let's say Fletcher goes down. If Fletcher goes down, what do you have? Well, you have yeah, you have potential, questions. but yeah. you have you have no. We don't know proven, if Jordan Davis is no proven commodity. Forward. We don't know if Jalen Carter is going to be as great as we think. Exactly he can be right. Well, what does Milton do? Williams do with more snaps? So, defensive tackle would be the one to me. Where if we're recording this in week five, six here at Parks Casino, and we're talking like, man, what like. What happened to this position? I think it would be defensive it's tackle. Fascinating. Two one five five nine two nine four nine. Let's go to Richmond. Talk to our buddy Justin. Hey, Justin. Man, you're lucky I was able to hang on this long. I'm on my way right back to work. I think the next time I'm working on a weekend, I'm not going to say anything. I'll get on faster. <laughs> oh no! Did you say that? No one told us you were working. I would have got you up quicker. If it, All right, look, Justin. You're one of my real ones. Justin, if, I, if I knew you were Russian, I would squeeze you in. Right, now well, you Dan, get to Dan yell at the producer. Yeah, now, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dan got it yeah. last week. Now it's Nick's turn. Yeah, um, everyone's but... getting it this time. Every, everyone, come on, Nick. I thought it was good to talk to you. Anyway, yeah. um, re- real quick on that on the quarterback position. Going back to Corey and Columbus's point, um, if there are teams that I'm not worried about Nick Foles being able to come in a little rusty against, it's the Patriots in the Vikings, week one and week two. So, uh, he, yeah, so it's a good I'll, point. I'll Patriots and Vikings, week. week one, week two. You would feel good if Foles had to go in those spots. Ah, that's funny. Considering that's the actually history. Justin. That's a I didn't even yeah, think about that yeah. one. That's very funny to yeah. start the season that way. Yeah, I, I, I love that. And then real quick on your uh, your pot, your solo pot, I was thinking a lot of the same things that you were saying. I almost wonder if, you know, it's, they're, they're getting ready to play like the Giants or the Commanders or the Cardinals or something, and they need to win, but they know the week before that Jalen's out, if Tanner McKee starts then. Oh, but that's if interesting. But if they've got mid-game, then it's Mariota. So if they've kind um, of prepped McKee, that's interesting. Yeah, I think – I, I, that's something I would at least think about if I'm if I'm the coaches, uh, but we'll we'll see what happens. But I got to run back to back to work, so I'll talk to you guys oh, next Justin, week. Yeah, sorry, wedding. Love next you guys. time. Yeah, love you My too, man. buddy. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's kind of how I view the quarterback room, where Jalen is obviously the guy, and then there's two separate roles after that. There's the role of like fourth quarter, Jalen twists his ankle, you're down three. Who do you want going in in that spot? There's that quarterback, and then there's the quarterback of. Jalen's out a while. Like, who are you going to play for these snaps? I think Tanner McKee is better suited for the he's going to start five games in a row type of thing. I think he's a better passer, um, and frankly, that's the whole reason. I think he's a well. He, then he gets experience too. Yeah, and he gets experience. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's long-term benefits. With Mariota, like, yeah, I I guess he would have to be the guy if, if you know he went if Hurts uh, went down a tight spot. But if if they had a full week to prepare, I, I don't think they're as as down on Mariota yet as, as the city is. So I think they would probably still pick Mariota. But I think the coaching staff would be really excited about preparing Tanner McKee for a week. I think they really like what they see from him. Let's go to Delaware and talk to Alex. How you been, Alex? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? What up, Alex? Hey, yo, first off, let me get a shout-out to all of my letter carriers out here on this beautiful Saturday. Love that. What a day. What a yeah, day. Yeah, and we do but, have a lot of letter carriers who listen. I know a lot of callers. Oh, I know they're out there. That's yeah, why I shout so, them out. Are you guys talking about mailmen? Yes. I knew, and you know what, Elliot? I knew you wouldn't know what letter carriers meant. Yeah, I knew well, you wouldn't know. I, I mean, does anybody call them letter carriers? 
That's our official job title, so yeah, we are letter carriers. carriers. Oh, are you a letter carrier? He said, I, I thought he was just shouting them out in general. Just for, okay. for fun. No, I said okay. my well, It was a nice I, thing to do. Alex, I, I knew exactly what you were doing, It was a nice thing to do. Interesting, I didn't know letter carrier, but you do carry more than letters. Exactly, but that is what we do. But everything you carry is mail. So I don't know, that's man, the most I don't important thing I have. Maybe something you want to work. Oh yes, yeah, so let's let's get this changed now. <laughs> yeah. I knew I knew I'd create conversation. Yeah, well, because male that. men also. What about male women? That's letter carriers. That part of it, right? It encompasses right. it all. Right. Male carriers. Okay. <laughs> I think it was the, the best. Letter carriers, male carriers. But he's all carrying right, more than letters. All right, there's there's magazines. There's, there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> magazines? Uh, they take yeah. a lot of magazines to people these days? I certainly seem to get a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right, we do. And actually, Saturday, I have a lot of magazines today. You go. <laughs> Are you a magazine carrier today? <laughs> no. No, sir. Letter right. carrier. Shout out to I, all of them, though. I got yes. 67 packages, too, Elliot. You know, we do what we got to do out here. Oh, sounds work. like when I order jerseys. <laughs> exactly. All those fancy Miami shirts. Yep. Yeah, buddy. That's right. Yeah. What do you got? But, uh, What's on your mind? So, here, anyway, buddy? I have the answer for quarterback. Ooh. We need to call John Schneider and get Drew Locke and Eagles Green right now. Wow, so hold up. Really interesting. Jaylen. I was not expecting this. Drew Locke, yeah. go ahead. With Why? The Think about it. If you, With his skill set and with the tutelage of Jalen Hurts and Brian Johnson, he'd be the perfect backup, not only short-term, but long-term. He's never going to be a starter in this league, but he's the perfect stopgap when Jalen goes down wow. for a game or two or something okay. like that. Tanner McKee is only, he's only like a Kevin Cobb. You put him out on, uh, he's a camp arm. You know what I mean? Get good tape and then try and slip them for a third or a fourth. You know the Arizona's I, coming I just, up to do I that just, again. Look, like, you've provided tremendous content on this call, but Drew Locke, like, who would – It was just is, out of nowhere. Well, I'm just saying, but, like, what has he done? He could have given me 50 guesses on who you're going to say trade for. I just think it's interesting how you're like, Tanner McKee is only Kevin Cobb, as if Drew Locke has some long resume of success in the well, NFL. I'm just, saying that, I'm just saying that Drew Locke is long-term because he has that skill set, but well, he hasn't had the right Would you rather have Drew Locke or Trey Lance? Oh, like, if you're going to trade for someone Drew like Locke, that. Not only, not only does he have the skill set, but he has the swag to handle the city of Philadelphia. Oh, He's got the Did you go to college? Did you go to Missouri? Me and my best friend is a Cowboys fan. We love to talk about different players. And we've been on Drew Locke since wow. Mob Mizzou. And all those young Jeezy tapes on the sideline. I was going to say, I mean, the, the, the Jeezy like, rap on the sideline is dude, obviously I'm right up my you, alley. He, he's the guy. We got to get love this. Cut this phone call. Cut this phone call. Alex, I love this. Howie. I love the, the, the specific randomness of this. And look, Alex. Dude, I'm, I'm not if, a huge caller. Lock, I only, if Drew Locke becomes on in, the man. Eagles. If yeah. Drew oh, Locke oh is on God, the Eagles, yes. You have to call in. So we will give you your time, buddy. Alex, great call, bro. Seriously, Thanks, come up, man. Shout out to the right, letter man. carriers out there. Yeah, All right, y'all. My man. Good call, man. Yeah. I just thought he was just shouting out mailmen. But, or, uh, you know, uh, okay. letter carriers. Letter carriers. Yes. Uh, mail carriers. Yes. Um, why, you just thought just cut? Yeah, that was a nice thing to do. He was on his porch. <laughs> he just saw one. I don't like it. I don't know if someone called in and I said. I think he said my fellow. Yeah, letter also, carriers. shout out to Jerry, the uh, the truck horn Yeah, guy. shout yes. out to Jerry. Hope he's doing well. Yes. Um, but if like someone called and said shout out to all the truckers, I don't think I would assume they were driving a truck. I would. Well, that's why you're the radio pro. <laughs> but to the Drew Locke thing, here's what I would say. Yeah, please. It's an interesting category of quarterback where like a like Zach Wilson. Type yeah, guy. Like a Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, I guess Drew Locke. Like where maybe they don't have the experience, but he's some there's someone you can develop and maybe flip for more. If they had to start seven or eight games, you feel good about just their raw potential. But yeah, Drew Locke, what a suggestion. 215, what a, out of nowhere. Yeah. 215-592-9490. We're getting on the line now. 
Uh, I see you online now. We'll get to you if you're online. Get in now. We have a few open spots. 215-592. 94-94. Taking you up to three. Setting you up for Phillies baseball after that. It's Go Birds Radio. Don't go anywhere. The Bet Park Sportsbook app is the only sportsbook app that I recommend. And they and why do I only recommend them? Because they cater to the real Philly sports fan with the best in-class customer service. Odds, bets, slots, and games all in the palm of your hand. Now is the perfect time to make those pro football future bets on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Bet, bet pro football futures right now. Here are the favorites and the potential payouts if any of these teams win it all this year. A $50 wager on KC, that pays you $300. A $50 wager on Philly, that pays you $350, making it the better bet. Bet pro football futures on individual player performances. You can bet who wins league MVP, most improved player, defensive player of the year. So join me right now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. Must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. Bet golf with Bet Parks, bet the tournament winner, your favorite golfers, and much more. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. I see a little smile on Ellie Park's face right now. You know, it would have been a great song to come back with, like, uh, Mr. Mailman. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you're so close. Oh, I thought I had it. It's Mr. Sandman. Oh, man, I thought it was Mailman. No, now, what you could have come back with would be, it's Mr. Hey, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. But hey, that's, yeah, hey, not mailman, hey, but that would have been Postman. good. Yeah. I mean, same so, idea. So Mr. The, Postman, the, the letter look carrier at thing. Me. Ooh, yeah. It's good. I can see why a you letter, sang on the streets of Belgium that's as a right. kid. Yes. Um, what percentage of things that the uh, letter carrier delivers mm-hmm. would you say are letters? 5%? No, no, no. More than that. But I would, Keep yeah. in mind, letter. I know. Not an I envelope know, from like a company or a bill. Well, though, but those would get like no, but like a letter is a letter. Like you can have a bill in it. Like there's, you're saying like actual like handwritten yeah, letters, or like, like a letter many. from somebody. Not I think a le- I think a letter is a connotation of like. I think it's person just an envelope. I think if it comes in a letter envelope, it's like ah, oh, it's like a letter. You know, for that. I guess if you got a letter, from it's the either bank. a letter yeah, or a package or a magazine that's fair. My, you know? or spam. But yeah, yeah, whatever. But so I would say like forty percent. Or something like okay. that. Yeah. But actual handwritten letters, like, I don't know, 3%? I, was, I can't remember the last. <laughs> Who's handwriting letters anymore? Like, you know? I, was, I was saying uh, at the break, like, like when thank you cards from weddings. Sure. My grandma yeah, will still send sure. me letters, yeah. like, which is very nice. Yeah, sure. Shout out, grandma. Shout out, grandma. Yeah. Ever heard an email? 215-592-9494. Let's get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. Let's go to Wilmington and talk to Pat. Hey, buddy. 
Hey, guys. How you doing today? Good, what man. up, man? Glad to have you back. Hey, 19 years between calls. Now I'm going my second week Every in a week, while. This is great. I, I love know. It. Yeah. Got a little trend going. Yeah, we do. Anyway, listen, I want to talk birds, but I, I don't want to talk quarterback. Sure. Um, I, I want to piggyback off Dave from OC. He was talking about the draft. and yeah. So I want to talk about a couple of guys. Uh, first of all, Tyler Steen. I, I see the guy starting left tackle, plays a quarter at left tackle, looks really, really good. Then we turn around and go to second quarter. The guy's playing right guard and, again, really doing outstanding. So yeah. it's just, is he the next plug-and-play guy when it's time? Yeah. I, I, Swing I thought, guy for them? I thought the Tyler Steen pick was, and understandably so, he's an offensive guard. It's not going to get the attention of a stud defensive player from Georgia or a hard-hitting safety. So, well, Especially I, when they picked him back-to-back with a hard-hitting safety. Exactly yeah. right. So I, I understand why he didn't get the credit. But, Pat, I think you're right. Like I think Tyler Steen is, A, a great pick so far. B, could be crucially important to this team. Like I think he's their top backup offensive lineman for what, what you just said. He could play right guard. He could play left tackle. I bet if they needed to, needed him to, he could probably play right tackle. And frankly, it wouldn't surprise me if he could play left guard. Like I, I think he can play all four offensive line spots besides center, and they have a backup center in, in Jergens if they were to need him to do that. So, yeah, I think Tyler Steen has been very impressive. I also think for a rookie, it's impressive that they feel confident enough to have him learn multiple spots. Like normally with rookies, I mean, you saw it last year with Jergens. He mostly just trained at center. I don't think he took many reps at guard. Uh, because he's a rookie, he's just taking that in. Tyler Steen's ability to play multiple spots before week one even begins, I think is super impressive. And also multiple sides of the ball. 100%. Left side, right yep. side. Right now it just doesn't seem like it matters. But, yeah, well, remember but, Andre Dillard like literally couldn't even do the other side. Well, what's so, so yeah. impressive right. about so, him is, is A, he has the body of a guard for sure. Like he has the lower body of a guard. He's able to really anchor. Like he, he can do that. But he has so many snaps in college at tackle. So in a big time program too. Like it wasn't, you know, he wasn't playing at a lower down program. So yeah, I think they're really excited about him, and I think they really should be. All right, now let's go to the let's go to the defensive side of the ball. But before I do, I, I, like Chris said, you know, I think he's really really excited about this draft, and, and I think we would all agree, good organizations, you know, they can nail they can nail early round picks, but great organizations are what are what nail the mid round picks, the late picks. And develop free agents and, and stuff like that. So, uh, But I want to talk about Keely Ringo because mm-hmm. I, I thought he looked very good the other night. Um, could it possibly part of why they let, let Greedy Williams go? Is, is the confidence in, in him and, and jo- Joby and, and Eli Ritz uh, to the point now where I, I think they may be our three backups? But I was really excited about Keely Ringo. Hey, Pat, great call. It's going to answer that. Great call. Keep these calls coming, man. Every week. We um, yeah, I 100% think the reason they got rid of Greedy Williams is because they're confident in Keeley and Josh Job and uh, Eli Ricks, probably more so the top two than Eli Ricks. But, yeah, 100%. I, I bet they, they cut Greedy Williams because they knew he wasn't going to make it, and as a favor to him and as a favor to you know potentially his early. agent, yeah. they cut him really to give him a shot. But while the, the three backups there are, are, are unproven, like Greedy has played in the NFL, and that's a benefit. But – while the three backups are unproven, like I can't remember the last time this team had young corners like Josh Job, Keely Ringo, and Eli Ricks, where you feel like they have so much upside. Josh Job has been awesome throughout camp. Keely Ringo, I think, is ahead of schedule from where I thought he would be. And Eli Ricks is like, I don't want to say he's my new Jalen Mills from Uh-oh. a personality Uh-oh. standpoint, Uh-oh. but I, you watch this guy in these preseason games, and he's talking so much trash. He has that pick six, and the first thing he does is he turns around to the receiver chasing him and like stares him down. 
This guy played at LSU. We played at Alabama. He's a big soccer guy, which is, you know, Ooh, I like that. Um, but I, I think Eli Ricks has the potential uh, to be very good. And between the three of them, I think they should feel very, very good about where their cornerbacks are at. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's just such another example of how, how you know, hit or miss the NFL can be with drafting. I mean, Greedy Williams was a second-round yeah. draft pick a few years ago. And now we're, you're just talking about two undrafted guys who the Eagles value And it's more important than for this team specifically to have young players that they can believe in at those spots. Totally because, agree. Like we talked in early, about From earlier. Both the Darius, salary and the, yeah, yeah, multiple perspectives. Yep. And with Darius Slay and James Bradbury with their age, Bradbury younger than Slay. But these are not guys you think for the next five years are going to be starters. There's a world where, you know, in 2029, me and you still doing this, still killing mm -hmm. it, where we're talking about Josh Job and uh, Keely Ringo as their starting corners. Let's go to Mount Airy and talk to Maurice. What up, Mo? Hey, how are you? How are you? What's up, Maurice? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. You know, all this back and forth about uh, Foles. I kind of, I would rather have Foles than 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 than, than, the, than who we have now. I, I just, wow. I mean, I think what people forget though is uh, that the one thing I remember in the first time when he was placed uh, when he when he came in, Mike Vick, he was kind of horrible. When Foles came in, well, when he was a three. rookie, he came in as a rookie and played those like four games. It's pretty good. Got the one yeah, no, no, yeah. no, that's right, right. But I'm talking about in the year we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. well, he started bad. Yeah. Yeah, he started bad, and then once they put him into those RPOs, man, he was a different kind of quarterback, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's a funny thing too, Maurice. Is you know you think about Foles as a runner, and you think, okay, who can't really do the RPOs that Jalen does. But he ran RPOs with Doug, like, and he was very good at it. A lot of the RPO is just making the right decision and like being able to hold on to it until that right decision is made. And right. he, he's proven to be very good at that. Right. I mean, I mean, so you know, so I would feel comfortable. I feel I just would feel more comfortable with 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 Bones because I I really know what I have, you know, and I and I've seen him really try. Listen, let's not let's we can all agree. He was one catch away from going back to the NFC Championship. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know, uh, the other thing is the wideouts. I, I want to know where you think we're going to be with a wideout. I think we got some really good talent at wideouts. And um, uh, so I'm talking about down the, down the roster because obviously we know about AJ and Devontae. You talking about like the the fifth and sixth guys potentially? Yeah. Yeah, great call, Maurice. Call more often. What do you got on that? Yeah, I mean, so, I we've talked about Nagata. We've obviously, I mean, Quez, Zacchaeus, obviously. Yeah, so obviously top two, we know A.J. Brown, uh, Devontae Smith. Quez Watkins has missed practice for a not negligible amount of time now. He's been out, I think, almost a week. Um, he was catching some passes today from the jug machine. I think maybe he's on his way back. Maybe you'll see him in the Colts joint practice next week. But at this point, I don't think they're going to trade Quez. He's had a good uh, camp. And I think they, they still trust him. So I think he's their number three. Alameda Zacchaeus has come on. He's been way better, I think, the second half of camp than he was the first half of camp. He returned some punts on Thursday night. Unfortunately, suffered an injury. Did practice today, I believe, though. So uh, ultimately, he, he looks like he's going to be okay. And I think the fact he's returning punts is noteworthy because, A, it means they're going to keep him. But also, what does that mean for Britton Covey? Like, Covey has improved as a receiver this year, but I don't think – he is good enough yet where they would put him into a game. And if he's not going to return punts for you, then what's his role? Like, he has to be an excellent punt returner to hold on to his spot. So I look at those top four as being locks. After that, I really think it's Joseph Ngata. Um, Tyree Cleveland was having a good week, unfortunately. Got hurt, he, yeah. yeah, he suffered an injury. So uh, he was waived today, but all expectations are he'll revert back to IR and he'll be able to train and recover with, with the Eagles. Um, so outside of that, I don't think there's really anybody else. Like, Johnny King has had a good week, but he's – 
pretty unproven, and he can definitely make it to waivers and uh, to practice squad. So I think if they keep five, it'll be Covey or, or Ngata. I would be surprised if they kept six. And as of right now, my guess is they probably keep Ngata. Let's go to Pete. Pete, you're on WIP. Elliot, James, how we doing there, guys? What up, Pete? What up? How you doing, man? Not, not much. Uh, I was going to take a quick second to shout out a guy who I uh, consider almost to be like a surrogate father of mine, and that's the one and only OG Wade. <laughs> Nice. Well, he already has another son in Jalen Hurts, so, you know. You oh, I know, but, you know, sure. in that case, Jalen Hurts is my surrogate brother. There you go. Well, that's like a it. win for you, Pete. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know, man. I love my brother. You should hit uh, him anyway, up. Anyway, uh, I just want to ask you a couple Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, prognosticating on the season, Jalen Hurts this year, uh, over or under uh, 4,000 passing yards? I think over. I know it was at 3,700 last year. 30, I'm trying to think over. of what number you could have said or stat where Jalen, where James wouldn't have said. Oh over. yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you're all like in on the guy, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be over. I, he's running it quite a bit in camp. Just throwing it out there. I don't think it's. I don't know how indicative it is of what it's going, what he'll do. But he is running it. I more think he's in winning the MVP. So whatever, right. whatever that number is, it'll it'll contribute to a, a hole that works. All right, and then uh, what you call next question? When I ask is. Uh, Let's just say whole uh, whole running back room combined. Uh, let's say over under, you know, maybe twenty two uh, two thousand two hundred yards on the year. Total, like combined. Yeah, on I'm, saying, I'm saying I'm saying you're doing passing and rushing, or just rushing from the running Ooh, backs. No, no, ju- just rushing. So you're saying the running backs, or also Jalen? Like just like just the running. Backs. Ooh, that's all right. We'll, we'll, no, no, just running. Just backs, running. Twenty two hundred. There's no high, way they get right? to twenty two hundred. What's yeah. the what did they? What was it? I mean, like Miles was twelve sixty nine or something last yeah. year. So then you figure with all the other yards, there's probably like 1,600. It's pretty high. Yeah. All right, and the kind of all, all questions going to be on this train because you know I got I, I got some invested interest. Uh, I, I, I was, was going to say yeah. Bat Park Sports. You know, are you are you around the corner somewhere you guys, in the casino? You guys, you guys are in there at camp. You're seeing all these things, you know. Um, and then uh, you know, got to go to the rookies. Jalen Carter, we thinking more or less than uh, let's just say like seven and a half sacks on the season. <laughs> I think that's a lot. You had to pick a random Pete, number. Pete, good I, call, buddy. I think I, I would seven pick a lot of sacks. If if Jalen Carter is over seven and a half sacks this year, so, oh, buddy, I would go. I would take the under. But if two weeks ago we were doing this show and you someone, like and, way under, and someone way, yeah. said it at four and a half, I might have taken the under. He's been really, really Dude, good. I, I said he's, he's going to defensive rookie good. of the year. Um, he's taking a lot. He took all the first team reps if today. If he has over eight sacks from that position, he will win defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I, I think also that can be a somewhat of a narrative award too. Like the Eagles' defense has to be great, but I think they—if you're getting eight sacks from Jalen Carter, chances are your defense is going to be very good. But he got all the first team reps today. He, when camp started, was working with the third team. He's worked his way up. He's getting first team reps. I mean. Look, I understand his teammates are going to speak well of him. I don't think it's always – you can't always take what teammates say, like, as, as completely serious and honest. But the way they talk about him, Lane, Fletcher, like, Lane says he's making people look silly and that he's ready to play right now. Like, you can just tell in their voices they're, they're kind very of impressed, impressed by what they've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. All right, 215-592-9494. One more segment for us to go. I see you on the line. We're going to get to you guys. If you want to call in, 215 592 94 94. One more segment to go talking birds, then we'll get you set for Phillies and Nationals at four o'clock on WIP today. It's Go Birds Radio. We'll be right. It's Go Birds Radio. Presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Leading off coming up next. Little Phillies. Little Phillies action. Get back actually, on the winning horse after the loss yesterday. I have a Phillies take ready. 
Oh, for, okay. So everyone, tune in at three o'clock. Yeah, Phillies take coming. It's coming at three. I can't wait. That will lead leading off. Only LA Eagles and mail carriers talk takes until. Then. <laughs> All right, let's get to these callers. Before we get out of here, let's go to the phones. Go to Ridley and talk to my guy Matt. What up, Matthew? Go Birds Radio. What up, pal? What up, Matt? How What's you up, pal? Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you to ESP. Always good to hear from you. It's always good to talk football, man. And South, always a pleasure. Same, buddy. You know it. So, real quick. Why did we bring Mariota anyway? I mean, well, I thought he was kind of a cancer, no? No, I don't think that's fair. I think last year it's kind of weird with him leaving the team and all that. But prior to last year in that situation, we had never really – we didn't know any. We'd never heard that he's a bad guy or didn't want to play. And I don't think he's a bad guy, it seems. like It just seems like he might – I think to Elliot's point or what he had heard from that doc and stuff and the situation last year, like, he might just not love – Football. He seems he like very not, laid not back. Super into it. Who knows? I, I think the concern. But Matt, I don't think he's me, a bad guy. Is yeah. the point. Okay. I think the issue is he might um, be a bad player. Yes. Yes. Like I like we're or focused. not care enough or whatever it is. Who knows? I mean, Hugh Douglas, who well, was in Atlanta last I don't year. Think, yeah, go real, on, real quick, Matt. Hugh Douglas, yep. who was in Atlanta last year, saw all these games, was not impressed whatsoever by the decision to bring in Mariota. Like, and, and I, we, me and James say this. When if the Eagles sign someone, oh, yeah. the like fans are in the Twitter mentions being like, "Oh, so mad that player left." You're like, "All right, like you feel good about it." But it's like when the Eagles signed traded for Bradford, all the Rams fans are like, "Oh, I can't believe they did that." You're like, "I have, luck. I have, have fun with him." You know, that not only do I have Falcons fans in my mention all the time, like talking trash on Mariota, they like relish when he plays poorly. Like if, if he has a poor play, there's so many Falcons fans in my mentions like, "I told you," blah blah blah. So he did not impress with the fans on the field or off, it seems, last year in Atlanta. Okay, so the Eagles brought him in. They, they, they think he's a good character guy. Okay, I mean, I, I can trust their judgment. That's fine. But it seems like he's going to throw these guys and hang them out to dry, our, our receivers. And he's not the most accurate and I don't know where this Foles, if this Foles was a rumor, or if this is actually true it's coming just, out of no, Eagles' no, no, town. No, it's yeah, just, look, it's, it's backup. It, Foles could be 75 years old, and there's an open okay. backup score, quarterback spot in Philly. We're going to be like, Nick, yes. get him back. Yeah, it's just. It's well, but I will say it. what it was fueled by a little bit is he spoke to John Clark recently of NBC Sports. Okay. And, and said that he is not retired. And, and that he's, he's also, keeping the and door he's also, open. Yeah, exactly. And he's yeah. not on a team. Like, the last year has been like, you'd have to, like, trade for him. Like, yeah. he's, he's open. It sounds so. like he's saying if the Eagles reached out to me, I would come play for them. It would have interest, at hearing. least, if something else. If we don't okay, 100% so, yeah, come yeah. If, yeah. if it's between Foles and Mariota, right now I would take Foles. I would, too. And, you know, he's good, great presence in the locker room. He'll, he'll get us by for two, three games. Mariota, I don't know. I just don't see it. Yeah, I mean, Matt, Matt, great call, buddy. And that, and that, and look, I, I like the Mariota signing when it happened. I, I hand up. You know, it, I don't really think I did in retrospect. You didn't. Yeah, no, you was, didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I liked it. I thought, yeah, like someone who can run. Like that's what someone who can yeah. move around. Like he's been way worse than I expected. And and then all the to Elliot's point, all the stuff we've heard along the way, like none and, and, of it's been positive. And again, to kind of pull us both back to the middle and everyone a little bit on this. If he played in the regular season, with it could Brown look and different. Yeah, and, totally. with, and with the game planning, like that's a big part of it, yeah, too. Sure. The coach is building a game plan around plays he likes, things he thinks they think he can do. Like, I think that you could see a much better Mariota there. Let's go to OC and talk to our guy, Joey B. What up, Joe? What up, my brothers? How are you? What up, Joey? Good to talk to you guys, as always. It's been a while, but I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm getting psyched for the season. Good to hear from you, man. So... 
Yeah, so I've, I've, been, I've actually been looking forward to the opportunity to discuss this backup quarterback thing um, for quite a while. So that's so I'm really amped, and I figured I had to jump in. I, <laughs> so I'm going to ramble. But <laughs> Go for it, buddy. The um, yours. So I, I've, I've actually I've always been a Ducks fan, and I loved Marcus. But I did not want him this year. Um, the, his, his game did not transfer over to the pro thing very well. And I would actually say that this is probably how he's only misstepped this year in the offseason. I, mm. um, I, would, I would say I thought, there's one more, not getting a new punter. That's the only other one I would yeah, say. Yes, you, I would agree. I would agree. Um, which hopefully he, he will still do. We did cut the, the, the rookie kid this year mm-hmm. already. Um, so the, uh, I did see the QB special on Netflix. It, uh, it basically painted, painted him as, eh, he's just okay. Um, yeah, what did you think of the per- him personally thing, on that? Because I've heard from some people he didn't come across great in it. Yeah, so you know, there was this whole concept. Uh, like at the very end, he ends up like he's sitting there with his baby and his wife, and and they're like, "Yeah, we were really kind of hoping for a team in L.A., you know, so we could be closer to family, you know, with being being from Hawaii, right? And uh, you know, but Philly's all right. Like that's kind of how it ended yeah, with that with their with their great. whole segment. But yeah, not much excitement. Um, as far as Foles, I'd be down with having him in the locker room. And, you know, I would always love Foles on the, you know, if, if it had to come down to it and we needed Foles to run out on that field, yes, bring it. And you know me, I was the one when, when Carson went down, I, I said, I got yep. to convince my son, like, dude, we have Foles. So, but there's an unknown person that, I mean, it's totally gone under the radar that I think would be a phenomenal backup to Jalen. Um, when he graduated high school, he was a Gatorade player of the year. He was recruited by multiple schools and went to LSU. Now, I'm going to give you his stats. Uh, it ended up changing what ended up happening, uh, where he, his college career went in multiple directions. Yep. But last year, 71% uh, completion percentage, 4,686 yards, 60 touchdowns to 88 interceptions. That's his passing stats. Now, running, 132 attempts. For 712 yards and an additional 11 touchdowns. Wow. All right. So who is he this? He broke is quite the all lead. sorts of records. He was RG3's uh, uh, Heisman Board candidate. He won the Walter Payton Man of the Year. All right. Well, he's always it? underestimated. Get there, Joey. Similar demeanor as Jalen, and he's a cousin of our fa- of a fan favorite, Boston Scott. His name is Lindsey Scott Jr., and we need to start circulating his name around Philadelphia. All right, Joey. What a, what a call. What was the name? Lindsey Scott, Lindsay Scott Jr. Cousin of Boston yeah. Scott. Wow. I mean, for... Look, I'm not going to pretend That's to be a, a college name, football though. expert, but, but like out of nowhere, you know, like sure. I mean, they got Tanner McKee. His stats seem pretty. We're not good. really sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's squeeze one more in here. Let's get to our buddy Sledgehammer. What up, Sledgy? Jim, hey, what is up, dude? Welcome back. What up, pal? How you been? I'm all right. How did Zoe like her first trip to the water park? Oh, dude, loved it. Loved it. Did she? That's great. Yeah, it was fun. So, real quick, before I get to uh, ESP and the Eagles. I gotta say one thing about the Phils real quick. They well, need to get their heads out where the sun don't right. shine. We'll, we'll get, get to the Phils next slide. We're squeezing in for Go Birds. Get to your birds. Point. Yeah. So on the birds, ESP. You yeah. know, take take you away from your uh, Dak Love affair real quick. Um, <laughs> with the secondary, how are they looking? You know, with the safeties, the corners. We know the middle is going to do what they need to do with the line, but how's the safeties and the corners yeah. looking? So. I think Reed Blankenship has had an awesome training camp. He had two interceptions, or sorry, three interceptions and two practices against the Browns last week. I think he has five overall in camp. He's been really good. He's making plays around the ball. He's breaking passes up. 
The other safety spot's a little more up for grabs. I think Terrell Edmonds has been okay. They've been started to use him a little bit more in like an in-the-box linebacker type of role. Uh, Justin Evans got the reps with the first team today. I don't really think he stood out at all, but he continues to get first team reps. I think Sidney Brown is the safety that'll end the year, or frankly even start the year, as the guy opposite Reed Blankenship. He's had awesome uh, preseason games. I think what you see from him is when he trusts what he sees, he goes downhill, puts his helmet into the hit, and he like really will, will go and be a disruptive player. In camp, he hasn't really done a ton, but much like N'Kobe, I think he's somebody that when the pads when the pads are on, his game shines way more. So I think it's been an okay training camp overall, but if Reed Blankenship and uh, and Sidney Brown play to their level, I think that they'll have a pretty good camp, a pretty good year. That, that reminds me of one safety we had in the past that's played like that. That's a little uh, Dawkins-esque, if, if I do yeah. say so. It's been a long time since they've had a safety that could come down and really like be an intimidating, disruptive player. They've had good safeties, but not anybody where I think the opposing defense was afraid to go over the middle, and you have to like know where that guy is. Sounds good. Well, that's all Sledgy, I have for you guys. A pleasure. I'll talk My to you man. next week, buddy. Uh, yeah, look, I... Uh... It is wild to think that, like, safety, you know, we came in thinking, oh, Terrell Edmond. It's yeah. like, like, Blankenship's got the job. Yeah, Blankenship like, is good clearly chance. have the job. Yeah, it could yeah. be an undrafted guy from last year and a rookie as our starting safeties. And what could go wrong? Feel okay about yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you to everyone who called in to Go Birds Radio. We literally could not do the show without you. The lifeblood of the station. Thank you to Francisco Roas on site. Nick Gernshaw back in the studio, both doing an amazing, awesome job producing the show. Uh, Go Birds Radio. We'll be back next week as we... Two final weeks from football. Yeah, hey, yeah. Two weeks we're, we're pretty much ready to roll. So final cuts fast. next week. Yeah, final cuts. We'll get into all that next week. Plus, this week, Thursday and Friday. So I'm going to be in for Joe this week on the morning show. Yes. Richie will be with me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But Thursday and Friday, Go Birds Radio well, takes Go Bird, the morning that's show. That's right, in the morning. So if you're one of our real ones, if you love Go Birds Radio, call us in the mornings on Thursday and Friday. We're going to have a lot of fun with that, talking about the preseason game Thursday night and, of course, reacting to it on Friday. So until then... Uh, again, thank you for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio. Leading off is coming up next right here on 94 WIP. And let me remind you that the Bet Park Sportsbook app is the only sportsbook app that we hear Go Birds recommend. They cater to the real Philly sports fan with best-in-class customer service. Odds, bets, slots, games, it's all in the palm of your hand. Now it's the perfect time to make those pro football future bets on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Bet Park's Bet Pro Football Futures right now on the Bet Parks app. There's so many fun things to bet on. You can bet on who's going to win it all, who's going to win divisions, who's going to win conferences, who's going to win certain awards. So much fun stuff. Like You can make a $50 bet on KC to win it all, pays out $300. A better bet, $50 on, on our squad here, pays out $350. It's an even better bet. You can bet on anyone to win it all again. You can also bet on, on who's going to win MVP, who's going to win Defensive Player of the Year, individual player performances, and so much more it's a blast join us right now and here's a great deal for you download the bet parks casino and sportsbook app new customers you make a winning ten dollar bet you get 125 dollars in sportsbook bonus bets back it must be a winning bet a bonus bets must be wagered once it is a great deal bet parks also can bet golf with bet parks bet the tournament winner your favorite golfers and so much more